here listen and uh, and that's all I'm going to say because it's uh, it's quite a long chat and we get into all kinds of different topics so I'm just going to sign off and say see you next week Are you over your tech issues or are you still Googling them in the background? Still Googling them. <laughs> yeah, the I background. fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. You've got to stop or we can't do this. It's not going to work unless you're paying attention. No, it's fine. I'm just keep, I just keep wondering at halfway through. It's going to go, beep, and I'm going to go, yes, we're working. And then you'll go, well, we recorded the first half of the laptop mic. So now it's all rubbish. Like it's got to be one or the other. You can't just randomly do it. I feel like I'm like a manager that's desperately trying to say, look, just do one more fitness test before the game because Kane needs to play. And he's like, I've got a broken ankle. He's like, let's just quickly try it. One more go. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we can definitely fix this. You know when they they do that, like footballers, they have to like pass a fitness test when they arrive at a club. I'm always like, they're a fucking professional footballer. How are they going to fail it? I know. So ridiculous. The idea is, it's. I think it's to do with the new thing might want to go... Like, like Harry Kane doing a fitness test. They might go, look, you've had so many injuries with this knee yeah. or the ankle, <clears throat> excuse me, that he's had so many fucking things. They might go, according to our tests, we think that is too weak. Like, it's just a flag that we then have to make a decision on whether we want to go for it or not. Do you know what I mean? Like this little medical, the fitness test to go through. But I know what you mean. Should we see? Should we see if anyone's failed one? Like high profile. People have definitely found fitness tests, 100%. And you remember any off the top of your head? You're quite good about these things. You usually. I just... think that. I'm trying to remember. I'm, I now cannot remember who has failed a fitness test, but I know there have been some. And sometimes, though, they don't tell. They keep it secret. They don't want to ruin the footballer's career because right. then no one else will buy him if they think. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I feel like it's always like subject to. Uh... It's either subject to a visa or subject to a fitness test. Everything else is in is in place. Yeah, work permit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I found one. No, I found two. <laughs> but okay. one of them is about. Uh, hold on, I'll show this. Can you see it? Yeah. One of them is about a pair of referees failing a fitness. Wow. And <laughs> he's one of them. He looks like he's in all right shape. Hey. The thing is, though. He yeah. may have just had a heavy night the night before and just had loads you know to mean? drink and you just can't run. Yeah, but that's, I mean? yeah, that's like, you know, if you're, this is for Champions League, what are you doing going out yeah. losing the night before? But anyway, this one I think is more entertaining. Look at this one. Uh, do you remember? Sunderland terminate eight million pound defence contracts. They signed them yeah. and then. Yeah, look, yeah. look at this. He rep- returned to the club late and I remember unfit. him. He comprehensively failed a fitness test <laughs> upon his return. <laughs> yeah. What do you think that so, means? Well, comprehensively failing a fitness test. That's like he, shocking. Well, he, they must have said run. And he went, I can't. <laughs> it was just there. 
Yeah. Well, he turned up, I don't know, in a wheelchair and said, look, I can't, I, I, I right. don't know how it's done, something's Ooh, happened to me. And then he can sue him. Surely not. I mean... The thing is, though, that I don't know if you remember, um, I'm trying I'm trying to desperately remember this guy's name. It was, and it will come to me halfway through. I don't know why. I'm thinking, you know, when just, yeah. ah, Adrian Mutu. There we go. I knew it was an M. Adrian Mutu, who signed for Chelsea, and it was the oh, first striker, year. right? I remember him. Yeah, I don't know if it was Mourinho or because you remember Ranieri was there for a little bit when they had loads of money, absolutely. Right? Chelsea, and um, I think essentially Mutu was signed. It might have even been on a no, it's fifteen million, and then Mutu got sacked because he failed a fitness, he failed a drugs test. He he'd been doing cocaine. Uh... So what happened was they terminated him. Yeah, and then I remember a ruling when he was like thirty-one. And I don't know what happened. Is I felt really sorry for him was because Chelsea then sued because he was the reason they said that they had to co- terminate his contract because he'd taken loads of drugs and stuff. So then he had to owe them the £15 million transfer fee. Ooh. And I was like, even if he pays, plays for like a few years, how's he ever going to pay that? Like, he can't even go, do you mind if I pay in installments? Like a <laughs> yeah. five for a week. Have you got a payment you plan? that? Well, a fifteen million pound fine. Especially that's especially rich. Pardon the pun. Coming from Chelsea, owned by a fucking oligarch billionaire. It's like yeah. we need our fifteen million. I know, I know. It just shows how much of a you know. Can we swear or not? Yeah, yeah. You can say what the fuck you want about that. <laughs> okay, it shows how much of a um, cretin he was. Yeah, quite tame. I mean, here we go. I found the article. Mewtwo. Yeah. Uh, the club had grown suspicious after a dip in his form on the pitch and increasingly unreliable behaviour off of it. Sounds fun. What do you think unreliable behaviour is? Uh, I, know. I, know. I know. Came back negative, but then, yeah, they found cocaine, banned for seven months and sacked. And then in an unprecedented legal action, Chelsea have pursued Mewtwo for millions of pounds in compensation for more than Look a decade. After he went to the European Court of Human Rights, their Russian, he basically confirmed the Romanian owed his former club £15.2 million. Pounds. Right? <laughs> so basically, he's like, imagine the idea of, look, basically, you're a Premier League footballer. Yeah. Right? I just feel a little Great. bit bad it's only him. Yeah. You know, Premier League footballer, <laughs> you know, taking drugs. Obviously, a lot of footballers don't take drugs, but the ones that do or have, you know, done this and all that kind of stuff, they're going to go, well, look, um, you know, the worst that's going to happen is that I might get someone might find out, I might get found, got to do a drugs test. And they went, not only got to do a drugs test, but we're going to stop your salary and you owe us 15 million. I mean, that is so unlucky. That's, I don't know. Most people that yeah. are in a job that take drugs don't owe their employees 15 million. <laughs> yeah, that's. Do you know I what I mean? Say, Most of the them majority might be done by the police or they might get sacked. You know, you can't like. I don't no, know. You know Imagine what it makes him going in to get his universal credit. They said, <laughs> "Do you have any outstanding debts as well?" As well, I mean, there is this one. Yeah. don't worry about it. Though. It's not. Don't doing. worry about that. That's absolutely fine. You know, what it makes me think of is, um, uh, like, the one poor fucker who got sent to jail for like illegally streaming an episode of Friends or like downloading yeah. a Marvel movie, and then he gets yeah. slapped with a massive fine and sent to jail. To make an example. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not yeah. that we knew of ever. No, absolutely not. Of course, or anyone else. I think legit, all above board. It is definitely interesting to think that 
all these people were or complained all these companies like when people were you know people were you know downloading and and, and having a look at stuff like um you know the latest episode of dexter or breaking bad or home stuff that was on in america you know mad men and the world all this kind of stuff and let's complain about it. and then someone basically said do you know what let's just put it all on a streaming system that's online so you pay a little bit of money and everyone was happy to do that they go well rob you know that's what was great about it that yeah and no one does it anymore it was a big thing that 10 years ago everyone did that and now it was all sorted because some clever so you know clever people this is what hmb should have done because everyone was going online and doing something like that they yeah. created netflix or amazon said right We'll just have an online streaming service. It's the same and you as pay Spotify. A little bit per month, right? Do you know what I mean, and then you can just watch as much as you like. Yeah, you know, like half you the know people Netflix. on Napster would have just been. Yeah, happy. yeah. Netflix was invented in like 1998. Yeah, weren't they? Uh, weren't they a DVD in the mail <laughs> company? Yeah. Yeah, I used to. Yeah, that so model. Netflix was this guy that so he didn't like that he had to take one thing. He got like a 250 pound fine for late um, returning of something. Of a DVD, so then I remember being on like Love Film. Yeah, I, was, you know what I mean, yeah, I was and you get that. like one, you know, it's like eight quid a week. You get one DVD, and then you've got to wait until you send it back. Yeah, but there were no late fees and stuff. But uh I think I've still got a couple hanging around that I forgot to send back, and they sort of never, you know, it's in that in that weird case that's just the the disc, mm. uh, and then like with yeah, like no, a I printed know. label on it. What's funny is that I think they do know. And one day you're going to get a letter. They go, your debt has been sold. You and Adrian Mutu, you know, <laughs> million pound fine. Oh, poor Adrian Mutu. Look at his oh, quote. Poor Adrian. Do you want to read his quote? I'm pissed off. Probably something like that. No. So after all of this, being being fined and found guilty and confirmed he's got to pay back 15.2 million. Here's his pull quote. What's he saying? Where are you? I'm sharing the screen. You should be able to see it now. Sorry, I was Googling. I was doing my own research. How dare you? I'm running this show. Don't you Google. It's something I don't want to speak about. Yeah, I, I imagine that's true. <laughs> you know? I still can't believe Chelsea are making and pay. I get it, but Chelsea got shitloads of money. Isn't this one of those things, though, where, like, he's actually never going to actually pay it? Like, no, what, yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah, what are they gonna do? Like, he's just he'll he'll appeal as much as he can all the way, and then when are you saying he rings up and goes, "Look, I can afford two hundred quid. Should we call it even?" I and think they go, that, yeah, that sure. shit might have sold. It does seem particularly vindictive. Maybe, like, maybe Mutu uh, porked Abramovich's wife. <laughs> Sorry for using the verb porked. I can't believe you said porked. You know what I mean, like. I honestly was like, oh, I was thinking of saying something like that, but I thought, okay, is that going to come across as sexy? It was like, maybe you did this. I thought, you're going to say something like slept with or even, you know, shagged. I'd go, that's okay. Rather than... But then the idea, porked. I was like, oh. Word. Well, oh. Mewtwo's redemption. How Chelsea playboy Adrian Mewtwo went from cocaine ban and sucking blood of porn star to coaching Romania under 21s. I mean, Chelsea. that was probably when they said... Off the, the film stuff. I think it was the sucking the blood of the porn star that they said. We've just seen your video. I don't see a problem. You look coked up. You suck in the blood of a porn star, and uh, I'll be honest, we don't think your mind's on the game. 
Do you know what I mean? <laughs> to, one of the reasons they did it is because he, he scored six goals in 27 games. That's one of the reasons they were annoyed about it. I mean, sure, that's not I'm great. I'm sure Drogba was coked up to his tits, but, you know, he was a great <laughs> player. So they didn't bother, you know, getting that back. Yeah. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. This isn't usually a sports podcast, but for this hour, it for is. For this hour. No, there was something else you said, which was when we were talking about love film. Yeah. And I was thinking that when we were younger, literally, you know, before you got into uh, sex, drugs, rock and roll, and, you know, breaking limbs and stuff. No idea what you're talking um, about. Carry on. Uh we were like, you know, every Saturday, let's get a video from Video Fair. That yeah. was it. Two seventy-five, never more than two seventy-five. Two it used to be two fifty. Went two seventy-five. There was an outcry. VHS. I think at one one time we got uh, when I was about fifteen, sixteen. Well, we got Bridget Jones's diary. That oh was a Saturday God. night. Let's set the scene. Let's uh, explain for people who have no idea. I'll give you an intro up top, but like, yeah, we. How long have we known each other, Luke? <clears throat> longer than I like to remember. I, I, oddly enough, I don't really know because we, we weren't in the same class of school. Neither was my brother and your brother. Mm. I mean, we, you've got other, but you've got more. You've got two brothers. I've got three brothers. Only me and Not competition. You and your brother and my brother were in the same years. The other ones are older or younger. But um, I think it must have been that it was a thing where you're where you're kind of mums and dads knew each other in a whole big kind of circle and stuff like yeah. that and then suddenly you you start getting invites things so so yeah like you can't I, remember I the first time age, we met or anything about when i was about 10 you introduced me to terry so that's how i got to know terry via you but i don't but i keep forgetting did you introduce me to him or did he introduce me to you but i think you introduced me to him i didn't know because he was again someone that was was he in your class? I don't know. No, he we, wasn't. We were never in the same class. But we were all in the same school. And at, yeah, and that the was odd. Year. It's so odd to think that, that we were never in the same class, but we were all in no. the same school. But yeah, yeah, like you said, parents knew each other, brothers were friends. So there were pl plenty of opportunities for us to sort of hang out and become mates just by default. And then, just by yeah. And, then I think and by Deedpole. And by Deedpole. Mates by Deedpole. Can you do anything else by Deedpole? That's an interesting thing. You can change your name by deep pole. And you can't change your I, name any other way as well. Used. I've never heard deep pole used unless it's changing your name. It's it's a, it's a weird thing, isn't it? Why why is that? It just it should just I mean a deed is just like a contract, isn't it? Like that's isn't it? A, Yeah. I only know that from Mr. Deeds, the Adams uh the, Any, the anyway, let's not get distracted Adam's by deep pole. Um anyway. So yeah, so we basically we grew up together we have the same birthday in palmer's green in palmer's green north london and um at a certain age we started hanging out like more and becoming like proper mates instead of just sort of like i think that was that was in secondary school you you and terry went to the same i had i would say put it okay when when i was about you know year seven eight nine ten when you're like 11 12 13 yeah i would have in my head a list of four people that I would ring on a Saturday or Sunday. You were number two. Terry was number three. My Mark Dwyer was number four. And, and number one was, was Ardell. That was right. literally it. So I'd ring up, but no. Okay. Oh, I wonder if Rob's around. Check like through that. the roller decks. Check through. You're basically just like, who's going to be around? And then, um, so we just, 
would hang out during the day. And then as it, you get to like 14, 15, 16, we start to hang out during the evening. Yeah. where you just rent a video and just literally eat sweets and drink Coca-Cola. You love it. I'll be great. Just eat chocolate. And then when we got a little bit older, we started drinking. And I, I do remember one point where we were, I'd be like coming over and we would just try and find any bit of alcohol we could. <laughs> and I remember at one point you said, no, I've got this. I think, I think it's got alcohol in it. And it was like some kind of milkshake that did like nothing. A and milkshake. I was so anxious about a lot of things. I'd always go, yeah. I think I might be drunk. Am I drunk yet? Is this what it's supposed to feel like? I remember the first time me and you had weed or you, well, I yeah. mean, you'd been having it since you were about four. That but is an over-exaggeration. I literally was smoking and I kept going, what would it feel like? Does it, I don't think it's working. Like just constantly questioning what it would feel like. <laughs> Does it work? Is it working? Is it not? Is it that? I don't know. Like that just, and what would it feel like? Like I, when I was younger, the idea that at school, I don't know if they did a really good job or a really bad job, but when I was in like year seven, eight or nine, I would believe that any drug would kill you. Right. Don't do drugs. They kill there was you. a huge fear you. campaign, definitely, yeah. Massively yeah. A fear I feel campaign. like we watched videos where it was like, this boy took LSD and look at yeah. it now. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. it was kind of like before we even knew what any of these things I were. I know. It's funny the idea that they would say, uh, like, like somebody walking along with school and goes, hi, do you, want to, uh, do you want a bit of weed? No, yeah. thanks, sir. I don't want to die. You know what I mean? <laughs> then it cuts and his parents are looking at the clock. Where is, where is, you know, Jared? When is he going to come home? And the police knock at his door. He had yeah. a toke of weed and then he's just out there. Yeah. There's the shame of everyone else going, you must be shit parents. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, where is Gerald? Like. Cut to Gerald stabbing as many people as he can in a minute and laughing. Yeah, I know. We're just laughing about it. Weed again, makes you mad. Um, I know. But yeah, so at a certain point um, when we were sort of, I think it reached its probably peak when we were like 15 kind of age and we would we would get very stoned, we would eat shitty food and we would yeah. watch movies. Well, uh, I, I, I will tell you this, which you're not going to believe. I didn't start smoking weed until I was 18. So no really? way age 15. What? Oh my God. We had a whole thing once where... When I was about maybe maybe seventy, I mean, I mean you got to remember that I, even in you know I've not smoked weed in years. No, 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 no. Out there now, I yeah. genuinely haven't, and, and I got too into it, and I stopped doing it, and I don't ever don't can't really imagine doing it again. No, ever. because it well yeah, it's kind of started to ruin your life, didn't it? That's, oh that's man, the thing. yeah. I just well, it didn't. I'm not you know it, all it did was that it was just something I had to do every day, and it, it, never during the ninety five percent of the time. I was sober, as in not, not, it's only the last half an hour I'd have to, you know, think oh, I was have a sniff even before bed or do this. But um, I, uh, no, it just, it just, I think it's amazing to think that 10 years ago, 12 years ago, I was so pro, whoever wants to do it can do it. Yeah. But only now I would say, like, it's definitely do not it, right for some realize it, it might have an effect on your mental health. It yeah. can really get in if you do it too much. Yeah. And some people are going to be pre it's kind of predisposed that it's going to have an effect on you. And some people it don't yeah. just like with anything, just like, yeah. you know, with alcohol, people are more likely to become alcoholics or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I haven't in ages, but I do remember like the, like I wouldn't even, I, I when we were about 18, we also been before that maybe 17 for a bit. Not because properly. think about 18. I was only in the UK for like half a year before I went on my gap year. Right. Well, 
17 then, maybe for a bit. I remember I used to come round, seriously, when we both worked at the same place, because we had both had a gap year, <laughs> but I didn't do anything with it. But I worked for six months, we worked in the same office. Yeah. And on a Monday night, we'd go to your, yours and use the vaporizer. <laughs> yeah, do and, you remember the vaporizer? And I would be like, and then at one point you said, Luke, you've got to start paying for this. So I'd give you like a 10 but I don't want to take mine home with me. Yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. You, know the I mean? paranoid. Like, you, you were already paranoid before we even got to the weed part. I was so born would... paranoid, for fuck's yes, sake. Yes, exactly. Seriously, it wasn't anything like... You wake you know, up paranoid, you go to bed paranoid. And we, yeah, wake up paranoid. Use... <laughs> I don't know what. It was, uh, oh, and it sounds was awful. <laughs> well, I mean, it's definitely not a personality that's going to benefit from overexposure to weed, but we had no, good times yes, anyway. But yeah, that, that, um, I had this ancient vaporizer that you had to like plug into the wall, you had to pour yeah. water in it. It was a bit weird. It's, it was very sort of old and archaic. It had a lamp, it had glass, and it's, it seemed to work, yeah. But, um, what what movies what movies can you remember us watching? The one that always comes to mind for me. I think is, I'm going to know what you're going to say. Crooks, yeah, that's I was about to say. That, for some <clears throat> yeah. reason, it, now for people who don't know, it is this just run of the mill uh, Woody Allen movie, cape, caper, mm. a crime caper. Is that how you describe it? It's a weird thing because I've gone back to watch it and I actually don't. I quite like it now. <clears throat> I don't imagine when we I were... enjoy it. No. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the point is. Let's just ignore, like, it is a Woody Allen film. Let's forget that element of whatever people we'll want to say. put that. that to one side. Just put that to one side for now. But it was a Woody Allen film that, that we got. And only later on when, and I'm talking about the art here, just the art. And when I, when I was about 2005, right, five years later after it was released, when I was 20, I went to uni and we had a part of our course was watching Woody Allen films and philosophy and all that stuff. So I watched a lot of the films from the seventies and eighties that he did in the nineties and realized that they just in terms of right, were very rich and actually were quite good. And I went back to watch more time quick and realized it what nowhere near was as terrible as we thought, but you've got to remember, you are not going to get Woody Allen when you're 13 or 14 or 50. You're just not going to get yeah. that kind of thing. It's just certainly it's not, not the layers. You're not going to get whatever whatever happens there, and because the whole point is he's an intellectual. That's what he always does. Yeah. He's he's the intellectual person that knows that everyone else is being stupid. So anyway, that, that's a good summation. You know, but I remember us every... getting that and yeah. it being like ridiculous. But actually, I bought you chocolates. I bought you chocolates. Like it's supposed to be from there. Oh no! Do you know what? Do you know what? Enough for you. Okay? Enough for you. Don't worry. Watch your chocolates. So funny. So um. So yeah, it's the idea that they're small time crooks and there's all this. And I, when I rewatched it, because it's got like Hugh Grant in it, it's got all these people. Hugh in it. Grant, uh, Elaine May, uh, Tracy Ullman, Tracy Ullman, Woody Allen. Um, no. And the Tim idea Robbins. was that actually it was they wanted to, they were going to rob a bank, so they bought some premises, over where like the 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 premises its storeroom backed onto the road where the bank was but Drill when they the then wall. took over the premises and they ran a bakery business as cover but then the bakery business became really good so they made <laughs> loads of money from that they didn't need to rob anymore but felt we should do it so that that was like that's just that's it, it was a good idea it's actually a, a really good, good idea yeah it's a good conceit for sure but um 
yeah, I remember we watched that. I remember us getting things like, okay, I'll tell you what we used to, used to watch. We would watch like, you know, you know the Scream films. And yep. I know what you did last summer and Cruel Intentions. I was talking to someone recently, right? Uh, uh, a friend of mine who's about 10 years younger than me. And I was talking about how people are talking about Bridgerton and stuff these days. There's a lot of sex in Bridgerton. There's all this kind of stuff. That's right. Yeah. But genuinely, I think the most, like, Cruel Intentions came out when we were 15, 14, 99, I think, or 2000. I can't remember. Sounds about right. And as part Ryan of Ryan Felipe, was, Sarah Michelle yeah, Geller. Yeah, there was a lesbian kiss. Do you remember? <sighs> do Sarah I remember? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I, I, right? Genuinely, I think everyone was talking about that film at our school. Did you see the lesbian kiss? Oh my God, it's amazing. Like, yeah. like you know, a lot of us didn't, couldn't use our parents' internet and stuff. That was the most erotic thing ever. Oh my God, the lesbian kiss. Yeah. And, and I was trying to say that there's a podcast, another podcast. <laughs> where they're talking about like you know the uh, the most erotic movie in film was like for me that was up there with me going oh my god i can't believe that you actually got to see two ladies two girls actually kissing in a film i honestly think i, I remember um i was gonna say us watching that but i don't think there's any you know i mean we were probably sat a bit further apart it was a dry normal. run and no. uh, nursing we were social distancing at the time. Boners. We were wearing masks. Um, <laughs> Don't look at me. You know, um, you know what the the similar thing for me is like that when you're like watching a thing when you're young and being like, oh my god, this is the, just the most ridiculously hot thing. Is do you remember Cameron Diaz in the mask? Oh yeah, like mm. unbelievable. I even remember it said and introducing. Yeah, right, because it was a big, and everyone mm. was like, "Where has this person been?" That's incredible. Yeah, I know that was absolutely, you know. So she, that it was just crazy. That yeah, the mask like was we like, did watch. Uh, we watched the mask. We watched. I think probably we default a lot to comedy or horror, but then occasionally we'd watch like like an epic or something. I think we watched Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, I also remember. So I remember a couple of things, right? I, I remember that we watched. There's something about Mary, right? Together, we'd heard a lot about it, but I can't. It was something like that, and more rats, all the Kevin Smith movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Stuff. Yeah, we got into. But that. um, they were good because when you're young and you watch these comedies, and it's, it was like a Saturday night, like eight o'clock or whatever. We'd get, you know, we'd, we'd have got food. I'd have had dinner. You'd have had dinner. You live five minutes away. We'd have, you know, you know. Coke, I just used to love Coca Cola and <laughs> like you know, sweets and crisps and chocolate. We'd watch yeah. this film, we'd have pizza, and it would just be amazing. And yeah. I remember, um, just var various things that we would that we would watch. And I also remember what was the oh no, I was, I'm pretty sure, right, we watched The Green Mile for the first time, uh, yeah. And this is, I remember these things. Right, just weird things. I'm pretty sure it was 1999 or 2000, right? And we started watching. It was December the 30th, right? <laughs> and we started at 10 o'clock and didn't finish until like one. And it was so sad at the end because it's like three hours. And we were going to bed, and I was sleeping on the floor. And then he went, "What date is it today?" And I went, "It's December the 31st," because the the clock had changed. But you thought I meant the night before, so you were like have I missed New Year's Eve? You just went, 
is there a 32nd of December? Like, that was your genuine question. <laughs> I'm choking now. But that was ridiculous that that's how confused you've got. What? Why is there no... What? Were we... Oh! Oh, my God. I do remember when we were... <clears throat> go on, go when on. we were too young to go to kind of any parties, I remember one... New Year's Eve, we were about 15 or 16. There was me, you, and your girlfriend at the time. Oh, yeah. And we spent New Year's Eve. In the park, on the swings. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Not yeah, like yeah. getting drunk or anything crazy. It was just like... No. I, that, now I look back and go, I was quite... Like, that makes me feel a bit sad. Why? Because it, it wasn't, wasn't like we were like... But we were not like, this is best. This is so good. We're kind of like, should we just go on the fucking swings? Like, we had nothing better to do. Yeah, and but like, like, no one that age has anything better to do ever. Honestly, think about it. What were your options? Yeah. It was like... Well, that was you, before you were smoking weed, obviously, because otherwise we'd have had a great time. <laughs> I, I remember having a good time. But, like, any kind of memory like that is always tinged with, like, that's fucking depressing because it's like yeah. but like everything at that age is shit even the good stuff is shit because you're constantly in like bleh, your head and too mm. many mixed emotions all the time and your hormones are going weird and you and you always feel like there's something going on elsewhere that you weren't yeah. a part of or that you couldn't I, I, and you're just i think at that age you're just so much people still can be self-conscious but yeah you're so oh, self-conscious and worse. the idea of now going back the amount of times I think I'd love to go back to being at, you know, secondary school. And now, you know, people got fixed personalities when you're our age, 35, and you could go back in and go, I want to go back in all those situations and say to that person, actually, fuck you. I don't give a shit what you think of me. Or actually do ask yeah. that person out that you were, <clears throat> excuse me, when, when I was younger, right? Like I don't need to find what year I'm in by like years, year seven, no crush. Very odd. Years eight and nine, crush on someone. Years nine and ten, uh, sorry, years eight and nine, I had a crush on someone at school called uh, Haley, right? Then when I was in year 10 and 11, I had a massive crush on someone called Jodie. Then in year 12 and 13, I had a crush on Jodie's sister, who was in the same year as us, oddly enough, called Sam. Mm. And it was weird that oh, just my whole thing was just unrequited love, like the whole thing, that's just what it was. Well, and it's it's the it's the pining as well, isn't it? Because mm. it's not like you ever make like any kind of decisive action towards making that a reality. It's more just no, like, just dreaming. No, but but it's also um, that amazing thing we, where uh, you know I would you know I think also when you're younger, right? There's a kind of pragmatism to your crushes. You're not going to have a crush on someone you're never going to be in the same class as. So I had a crush on someone who realised that there was only I think Tuesday where I didn't have a class with them, you know? Yeah. Every other day I was in one of their classes, like the English or the maths or this set or this set or whatever it was. So, but it's amazing, like, Simon Amstel once said, Simon Amstel said that if he fancies, uh, if he fancies someone, like he fancies a guy and he meets them at a party, rather than doing a thing, or he just thinks, I hope I see, I hope I see that person again. Not like... I'll ask them. Just, I hope I see them again because next time I'm going to be, I can do it all next time. And that's part of what I used to be like when I was younger. And to only snapped out of it when I was about 28. Do you know what I, I think, mean? Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's overly optimistic for my money. I mm. think you can at least be like, 
here's my phone number or some shit. Just like slightly no. tip the odds in your favour instead of leaving it completely to chance. But I did, I remember, you know, being going to university and being really nervous yeah. and, and not, you know, and, and joking amongst my friends and all this cool and just never wanting to ask anyone out. And finally, at one point, someone said, you should ask one. And I'm just sitting next to someone at the laptop, at, at the school computers. Yeah. And turning to someone and asking for them and saying, oh, can I, can I get your number? But not in a way like, hi, not even in chatting, doing anything, just say, oh, can I get your number? And really nervous, like, I'd think if I was that now, and I think I wanted to do it, not expecting it, but just to do it. So I can go, yeah, well, I want to ask someone for number. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like it's like a rite of passage. You have to actually go through it. And also, uh, you're only going to get better at doing it if you give it a go, right? I mean, I've now been with someone for seven and a half years, so I'm, you know... Yeah. I've got it right now. <laughs> yeah, you feel like you've nailed it. Uh, tips, yeah. tips for younger, younger self. What would you say? How would you uh, improve upon your previous terrible techniques? I just tips in life. If you have to go back to your younger self, just go. I'd say don't worry, but then I'd say that to myself now right because I still haven't got over it. I would probably say that. Uh, you just have to be confident and go, actually, it, it just it's just like with anything, right? I will make jokes a lot and I'll make jokes about myself and realise that... Right, Ben Miller, comedian the, Ben Miller, said, actor, yeah. being a comedian is controlling an audience's laughter against you. And I realised it's so true. If you go on and make a joke about yourself... You've won them. They laugh and go, oh. And then and then if someone makes a joke about you or tries to slag with, yeah, I've done that. Whereas if yeah. you make a joke about yourself, you're stopping other people having the upper hand and having the power. Yeah. And I think that I should have been more like that. I should have just thought, mm. who gives a shit what people think? I can go, yeah, whatever. You know, I met some people at school that really didn't care. And there was someone uh, who I remember really, really tall. He must have been like, and this is when we were at school. He must have nearly been six foot when we were like 12 or 13. Mm. And someone says, go, go and ask him. Go and ask Hakeem. Just go and ask, why are you so tall? And every time he <laughs> go, why, why so tall? And he went, because my parents fucked too hard. And everyone went, oh, that's what I mean. But he'd come up and do that every time. And yeah. he'd always go up and he would just always ask because yeah. he knew that like, it, it was just a thing that he'd say because he didn't want anyone else. Once he'd had a go at his parents, if anyone else says nothing, he could be like, he's, yeah, he's whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but as absolutely. soon as you make the own joke, so that's that what is. I'd probably be a bit like. What would advice would you give to yourself? Uh, um, don't wank in bed. Try and just do it straight into the bin. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I mean, sorry. I, I went. I went incredibly puerile and disgusting there. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, if I were to say, I would, if you were wanking straight at the bill, I'd say try and wank in bed. I'd do the opposite. <laughs> well, there we go. See, how Different about this? Go if you're going to have a wank in the bath, always take a sieve. Oh, that's oh. what I say. I tell you what, they never work. It's uh, we, something we've always all tried, but it's it's not the right situation. What, wanking in the bath. Yeah, it's a disaster. It's... I find you really have to get the level of water right. If it's too high up, you're just gonna. You know what I mean? You've got to get it. So Can't get the rhythm. And then you yeah, have to like lift around. your hips up a bit in order to. This but there's good. also, you know, there's a lot of things like sitting in bed reading or sitting in the bathroom. I love having a bath. I can read. I can do this. So many things are better in the bath. 
wanking is not one of them. Doesn't work. I don't think you can. It's just not. It, you know. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know what else doesn't work? Uh, I, I, I. You know how like if you have like a glass of wine or a piece of fruit in the bath, it's like, you know, oh, this is an M and S bath kind of thing. Like or like a, you know, it's it's like. What seen, are you talking about? It's like okay, it's like seen in a different way as opposed. If you have to, a glass of wine yeah. in the bath, it does make you feel like if you're there, it makes you feel like, and a candle on. Yeah, it's exactly. so much part of. Do you know what it doesn't seem like? It go. It, it changes from being a working class thing to a middle class thing. Right. That's right. What it does. And it feels sort of like, uh, yeah, like this is acceptable and actually, oh, it adds to the experience. But the and, and you're I bring not it there up, to wash. You're actually there to have yeah, fun and relax. Rather exactly. Than, it's me time. Now I've got a job it's in the me. morning. Yeah. But um, I took that too far and would start having like a proper like cooked dinner. In the bar, that's ridiculous. I did it a few times, and the one time I was like, "Okay, I'm never doing this again." I made this big plate of uh, pesto pasta, and I was there in the bath. I probably had like a laptop as well, it's like maybe a drink, and I'm eating this pesto pasta, and it falls off into the bath. And you know, because it's oily, it's like immediately the bath had this green film all over it's it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it's just as bad as wanking, if you ask me. But Next never... time, just order a pizza there, go, Mike. Look, come in the door, up the stairs. I'm in the bar. Do you mind? Yeah. The weird thing that is that I, I know there's something wrong about the fact that you, when you're in the bath, and if you are reading, and very occasionally I'll have something, but not very often, right? That you've got to put the stuff on the toilet. And it just feels weird, even though you, do you know what I mean? What stuff? What do you mean? Well, like your, your mug. Or anything else, it's oh, just right. the toilet lid, and it feels a little bit weird, like, you know what happens there. <laughs> this is a little bit weird to think there's a mug on there, that you know what I mean, like... Yeah. Oh. I know, I know. It's kind of like, yeah, the more you think about those things, it, yeah, the grosser it becomes, and mm. you, you realise why people are germaphobes. Like, if you read, like, there's studies where they um, measured the amount of faecal particulates in uh, in cinema seats, and it was like dirtier than some some toilets because people are just farting away into these seats and no one's cleaning them up. <laughs> but maybe you know, in after a... lockdown, I was so looking forward. I love the cinema. I was like, I can't love wait it. to go now. Love I think... it. Just uh, yeah, bring yourself a little wipe. No, I tell you what though, like post lockdown, post COVID, I think. But why are they doing those studies? Yeah. Here's some government Whose money. idea was it? What are you doing today? Well, I was going to cure cancer. How about you? We're looking at AIDS. How about you? Lot I want to see how much it's... shit there are in seats. A <laughs> lot of the time cinema. it's not government money, though, is it? That's the problem with a lot of the studies. They're, like, funded by people who want to get a certain result. And if the result isn't their way, they're just like, man, we won't publish it then. Yeah. Yeah, right. I suppose. Yeah, no, it's what happened with the, the sugar industry loads. It's, why, it's how um, fat became the enemy. The sugar industry basically blamed fat for the obesity but, crisis and that's where you get all these low fat things and they just chuck sugar in instead yeah that's and the whole it, point when they say it's low fat it doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to put weight on no you'll actually thing. put on more weight because sugar is less healthy for you than fat especially like yeah. the processed stuff but that's yeah that's because of all those studies well, anyway um ah, it's all right you'll be all right you said you were losing weight when i saw you last how's that going well, I went, I, I, I was always about between 14 and 15 stone. Uh, wait, then hang I, on. Let me say, let me just parrot, put a little note in that. Always, you were the skinniest kid I ever okay. met. And then I remember, let me finish. I remember this was quite a few years ago now, but you literally said to me that you were trying to become fat. 
You're yeah. like, I want, I want, I want to be fat, and you, you, you tried, and it, eventually it worked. <laughs> so, I was, I would say that when I was at uni, up until the age of, I was always skinny, right? Yeah. And even at uni, I was skinny, and I got to the age of about twenty-four, so I'm six foot two. So really, you need to be between about twelve to thirteen and a half, fourteen to be. Are we talking like. BMI? And uh, I was about 11 stone. So I was very skinny, you know. And then me and a girlfriend of mine had got back together and we decided we should do more stuff like um, I was earning more money. So let's go out to some proper restaurants. I honestly used to be at uni and used to think, right, that I thought if only we could eat stuff. I didn't like eating. I was at about two meals a day. Maybe we could just have some coal would be better to eat. It's not about eating for the taste and all that stuff. I really didn't. Right. In the first year of uni, I said I had two meals a day. Like one of the first year of uni every day for six months, right? Every day, bowl of cornflakes at nine, one 30, cheese on toast, two slices, glass of orange juice, 6 PM, microwave or cottage pie. For, for every day you've always been retired for as long yeah. as i've known you basically You're that was it a, just such a creature of habit retired and or retarded uh retired. retired so um so i didn't like it and then when me and my girlfriend got back together we started going out and she so she introduced me this other this my Thanks. current fiance has introduced me into loads right. of loads of food and all that kind of stuff and loads of things that i broadened your palate but when i was 24 i started going Regoed up with my girlfriend, girlfriend, the, the other girlfriend at the time, and she introduced me to olives, mushrooms, and pickled onions. All of which I thought I said I don't like them. She goes, "What do you mean?" I go, "Well, I've never tried them, so I assume I don't like them." And yeah. it turned out they were amazing. Yeah. And also, I I hadn't for years since I was younger had mash, bangers and mash, and then that's all I could make. And within about a few years, I went from being 11 stone to 14 stone because I just made bangers and mash, bangers and mash, bangers. Most nights, a friend would come over um, and we'd watch Lost or Dexter and it was always four bangers and some mash. And that's what we'd have. like Gravy? Of course, gravy. Yeah, and mash with the milk and the butter and all that stuff. Any vegetables in sight? I might do some mushrooms on the side or a few pickled onions. (laughs) You know, so when you find a thing that works, you just that's what I would have. And then I and then I did go in, you know, and then then I started to be about 14, maybe 15. So and have a bit of a beer belly. And the last few years I then went through some I did some calorie counting and went down to 30 and a half. Now I'm back up to like 13 stone 13. But I think Uh, 13 stone 13. How dare you? That's like when you ask a kid how old they are and they're like, I'm six and three quarters. Fine, I'm 16 stone. Thank you. (laughs) Call it what it it is. That's what it says on the scales. What am I supposed to say? Why would I round it up? Although (laughs) I'm going to be 36 in a month. A month today. Oh, yeah. As are you. Oh, yeah. There we are. We've got a month month left till we're officially... Over the hump of the 30s, eh? I keep saying I'm 36. I even said it's my dad a few days days ago, being 36. I said, you're 35. I said, well, you see, now I just accept I'm 36, even though I'm not, I'm 35. I need to really enjoy this last month of being 35. But Why? 35? Who gives a fuck? You're in your 36th year. So Yeah, that's true. You know. 
and time's just a human construct so you know um do you ever i i never really had felt i never really used to understand people used to get worried about you know being 30 or being 40 or being anything like that but but do you feel that much differently in your head from the age of about 24? Because I really, I, some things have changed a little bit. But in terms of how I feel, I, I can't believe, I don't feel that much different. The idea that I'm 35, I'm going, when the fuck did this happen? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, you know what? I think you're going to die, man. Well, thanks, dude. I mean, when? You, you'll definitely go before me, 100%. You'll be gone. Where? Okay, well, like, firstly, that makes me think of something I wanted to talk to you about, which is Nostradamus, but but let's not do that yet. Um, Do I feel differently uh, being 35 in my head than I did when I was 24? Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. Um, But it's not, I don't think it's in the way that, okay, I remember turning 30 and thinking, oh, it doesn't feel any different at all. Like, it's not like, like the, the clock ticks over and you're like, hmm, now I am this person. Mm. Like, I'm still just the same, yeah, basic thing. But I definitely think when I was... Same pun, different year. Yes, but yeah. when I was 24, I definitely had more unhelpful voices in my head that I've yeah. le- learned how to... How to now you've only got one unhelpful voice. It's just, just the just one. And, you know, I think the main difference is actually, I think it's, the, it's something society puts on you. I'd be interested for your take on this. Because, like, we have to fill out so many forms these days, yeah? And, like, there's always, there's the drop-down box, and age is usually within a range or a bracket. And when you start clicking the next one, the more you do that, or the more people ask you, and it kind of reinforces that feeling of, like, oh, yeah, I'm that now. Like, even if that doesn't mean anything, it still is data that keeps coming in. We, we have one month left of being in the 18 to 35 age bracket, which is the proper one where they give a shit about you. Do you know what I mean? And then they just don't, when you go, I'd like to turn my opinion, they go, oh, you're probably a racist anyway by that age. You don't really care. You know what I mean? You're, you're, de- you're as good as dead. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> May as well embrace it. I definitely feel different. For example, when I was at uni, there's definitely jokes I would make or things I would say yeah. that I thought, I just, thing is, so let me try and finish at least one of those sentences. <laughs> I think that, um, that you just wouldn't, you know, uh, you know, murder victims or things like that, or horrible things you would make joke about and think, oh, it's only a joke. Who cares? I'll oh, come on. It's a joke. And you'd really, friend, you know, you know, at uni and watching brass sign, you're saying all these things that you think are really funny and stuff. But you realise that things like brass eye or things that make jokes about things like that are, are doing it in a very skillful way. And if you can right. you can do it very clumsily. So I definitely now mm. have certain, you know, have changed more my views on certain stuff. And I know friends of mine or people that would send a meme round that I go, I don't like the approach of where that's coming from, that right. joke. Do you know yeah, what I mean? That, I go, I, mean. I get that this is a joke, but this is not a skillful way that it's being done. Yeah. It is. Do you know what I mean? And, and it's not, and you've got to remember that in a sitcom, if there's a character that's saying something that might be sexist or racist or homophobic, the joke can be on the character, but it's in character. But if just a person says it, you're going, is that what you really think? Do you know what yeah. I mean? So like, so I definitely have changed in a few of those ways, I would say. And, but then I'm someone, even with anything that I say, I, I think, <clears throat> 
I'm, I'd say I'm I'm very liberal, and I've got I just have an open mind. Even with politics, I always have an open mind. I don't want to always say I don't want to just demonise whatever the Tories do, even though I never would vote Tory. But then I don't want to just give um, you know anyone a free pass. Free this. Pass, I don't yeah. want to like I just think look everything. The more you get in life, the more I think everything is just complicated. It yeah. just it's just everything is complicated. There is no right. Everything is a grey area. That's just what I started to think when I got older. Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to say, for example, right? This is a this is a heavy subject, right? Okay. But but just just this, right? The girl that went to join Iraq when she was like 15. There were those three girls that went and joined Uh, Iraq. Yeah, Shamima Begum. Is that her name? Yeah. And now they're going to take a British and citizenship away from her. They're trying to do all that. Yeah. Now. I'm not going to sympathise and say that's really bad, but at the same time, I'm thinking, I, you know, bring her back over and then put her on trial and then put her in prison for 15 or 20 years or whatever. But are we a country that takes away citizenship? I'm, I'm just like, you know, and and it's a hell of a thing to do, but, you know, sh- you know, people don't just wake up and decide to do that. There's a level going on in there of getting someone to, to get to that point. I'm just saying, though, people that go, oh, she should have it taken away, or she definitely shouldn't. I'm going, look, just like that, that's a perfect example of stuff that is complicated. And we shouldn't just be like, oh, yeah, she can come back, why not? But we need to go, right, let's all have a think about this and discuss it, otherwise we're not going to learn anything. Maybe we will come to the thing that actually outweighing that kind of thing means people think that everyone's going to try and use that excuse and try and come back and say, oh, was this... Just saying, it's just a, it's just a complicated thing, just like everything is now. Yeah, but that doesn't sell, does it? That's the thing. No, and people like decisive people. And P- uh, you know, and all of the, you know, most media is in is in financial difficulty. So if you if you post some kind of mm. inflammatory, yeah, true. Uh, the headline yeah. they can't just go. It's complicated. You have. Yeah. Yeah, here are the nuanced reasons that you should take mm. into consideration. It's more like, well, we'll just splash some. Katie Hopkins says, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And that's how people. Jeremy like... Clarkson says, well, who knows? Yeah, exactly. Well, we'll, we'll use that. Great pull quote, Jeremy. Um, Fantastic. Cheers. I don't know what to think about that Shemima Bigham thing. I, I agree. I think it's really complicated. I don't either. I think I'm it's... glad I'm not making the decision. I've got some friends who are like uh, probably a bit more uh, woke than I am. Perish the thought. Um, who are definitely of the of the thought that it's like, well, no, she's a British citizen, and that is the end of it. She should be here by, by trial. Um, yeah, but they're not willing to consider any other like it again it's the same problem but on the other side it's like i think like for the better or the worse of it also actions do have consequences and you can't Mm. the rightness or the wrongness let's put that to one side right you can't Mm. honestly think that you can like go join isis join a terror group and then just swan your way back to the uk and i'm not saying definitely even no. if it's like illegal, right? It's like, but but that doesn't like we've seen com- countries break the law. Like that, there is a certain element of like just because you, you there's no precedent doesn't mean it won't happen. Especially if yeah. you get like a more reactionary public or you get a more right wing government or whatever it is, they're just going to be like, well, we're just going to do it. What are you going to do about it? You know? Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, there's, look, look, yeah. I mean, I know what you mean, but when, when you said the thing about about woke, I was like, see, even that, and I'm not someone that's, 
again, it's so complicated because because it's the extreme left, extreme right that is the problem. Yes. The word extreme. I'm very liberal, but I also want to say that when you said, I know what you meant. I knew exactly what you meant when you said people that are more woke than me. Yeah. But w- the context you kind of meant it is that are outspokenly liberal. And you can still you still can be liberal and go, I still say that or the idea is woke just also seems to be that they're more decided on their views and say this is right more like this is right and this is wrong and we know what it is and i'm saying that i probably might be spoke you know might agree with a lot of people that a lot of what that's saying you know what i mean yeah but at the same time also go yeah but some things we should talk about and i want to have discussions about some stuff otherwise no one's going to learn and also no one is changing anyone's mind even on the right or the left there are certain things that you wouldn't be able to joke about on the on the you know i I remember someone saying a few years ago uh it might have been russell howard who said the one thing you couldn't joke about a few years ago in comedy clubs was jeremy corbyn any jokes about jeremy corbyn people would hate and i was like but you know people like private i have got it right because they'll have a go at everyone even though you know they're probably more they're they're more liberal than they are you know what i mean but but at the same time, they just want to go, yeah, if people on the left make mistakes, we're going to fucking say it. We're not going to be like, oh, no, that's where you are. That's where I would say I am in them behind them going, yes. But we still can say that people on the left fuck things up as well. I think, I mean? yeah, private eye is probably probably lines up with my political ideology more than any party because exactly. it's, it's liberal, but it's also uh, non-sensorial. Uh, you know, you're a valid target if you're a valid target and it's not just going to attack people just because and it's not going to try and destroy people. Yeah, I mean... And it's not going to let them off. More importantly, it's not going to say, no, we're not going to let this person off. Just because they're, quote-unquote, on my team or whatever. Yeah. Like, I think it's a shame that the woke label has become a bit tarnished by... Because what it it started out as and what it stood for is, is, like basically everything I agree in, in terms of pro- progressional politics and equality. Yeah. And, and it gets hijacked and it gets warped and you get people on extremes and any kind of like orthodoxy where you're not allowed to talk about different aspects yeah. is, is unhealthy. It's. But then I also say, I, I, I realize as well that at the same time, right. Sometimes people might bring things up. Now, I'm, I'm just saying that, that, that there's also people that bring things up that get, you know, I don't agree with the idea of cancel culture, but I also realise people that say that they're, you know, that this idea that people are shutting down conversations, again, I realise that's very few people that are trying to do that. You know, most people do want to have a conversation or, you Both know, I, I don't want to be someone that just says, oh, everyone on the... Oh, on, you know, I know some people on the right that say, "Got everyone on the left that say, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that. And I'll go, no, 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 no. You never could do that because that's racist and that's wrong. <laughs> but the stuff you're saying they can't, they're not trying to shut them down and just stop things. They're just saying that these, they're trying to call stuff out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway. But I think um, it's... I think it's sorry, I, go on. Go on. Oh, you go, go, on, go on, go on. Oh, um, okay. Well, yeah. I'll, hold that thought. We'll come to it. Because I think that you you have this interesting thing from people on the right um being because because they like to call people on the left snowflakes right yeah have this thing of their their blind spots for me are like 
glaring. Like the, did you mm. see the Mr. Potato Head thing? Yeah. <clears throat> like the idea mm. that that could be a huge boiling point of of rage. That like, how dare they do this? Is so bizarre. It's it's like this is so inconsequential, guys. Yeah. But, but some people see it as like an attack on their on their whole being, on on all, on everything they stand for. And it's like you could always put a dress on Mr. Potato Head. There's nothing I know. changed. See, that's the weird thing that I'm not anyway. Yeah, that that I. What was interesting is that um, that with certain things that are going on, I, I remember I don't know, Piers Morgan was on James O'Brien's show. They were interviewing each other. James O'Brien was kind of calling out all the stuff. Say that again. I said R.I.P. <laughs> that um, Piers Morgan was being called out on a lot of his views, and he said, "What things then? What things are the left trying to hijack? What political things are they have?" Apart from trans rights, give me another. And he couldn't. He went, well, you know, apparently they've removed the egg from the salad in the Google logos. He said, but who gives a shit? <laughs> that doesn't matter. The fact that you're annoyed by it doesn't mean that, like, it really annoys yeah. me. And trans rights is a complicated issue. But obviously, people that are trans should be given exactly the same rights as anyone else. And we should stop all the transphobia. We This is stuff that yeah. people should know. If you don't yeah. know that, then you've got no say. But then... Yeah, but it, it but then it is. I understand that people go. It, it's still a complicated one. It shouldn't be, but again, it's something that I'm. I'm even want to make sure I don't misstep and say a wrong word or a wrong term or whatever. Yeah. But I also understand that there are people that are, you know, Jermaine Greer, who was progressive and everyone loved because she was a, a feminist and stuff, has said certain things about saying I'm, I'll never consider trans women women, but. I will still use the pronouns that that person would like me to use. I'm like, I'm like, we're not going to change her mind, but we can't, she's not going to actively have a go at people. You can't say fairer than that in a way, even though I don't, I disagree with her on that point, but yeah, she's but that, not going to, do you know be, what I mean? Like, should be able but I can see how someone's people. got to that. I can see how someone's got to that point. Yeah. I mean, and but even me saying that, I'm worried someone might go, oh, you're saying, it's like, no, I think trans people are, I think people can identify as whatever they like genuinely. But yeah. it, seriously, it doesn't bother me, and I think they should be able to, and I protest for that and everything. Yeah. But um, yeah. it's just it's a uh, all these things are complicated mm. and need to be thought out. And the yeah, idea that's that you can... the, the thing that's that's what that's what gets me about it is the, is the the reaction from some people as if it's not complicated, as if it's mm. like no, if you feel this way, then you should be able to immediately have gender reassignment surgery and go on hormones. Mm. It's like. But but we wouldn't treat another thing that way, like like my knee surgery. You wouldn't mm. immediately just be like, right, cut him open here and there. It's like I know. Not, not that I'm saying that's what they do, but but there is a certain prevailing idea that that this that you're you are able to choose who you are, mm. at, independent of anyone else. And I don't think that's what identity is. Like I think we don't know ourselves as well as we think we do a lot of the time. No, I know. Um, so uh, yeah i mean it's it's, it's a, it must be i mean but we're also speaking from thing i can only talk for myself and i imagine you as well i've never had i've never had gender identity confusion you know um and when i was, again the word confusion i don't mean it in a negative i've ne never questioned my gender identity but if you have then no but i again have... everyone's got that right to choose essentially 
I just want everyone to be happy. That's what essentially I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I would say. But I also realised that then, yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. I'm just getting myself exhausted thinking about it. But I just also, oh, that's the, the point I was going to, oh, there we go. There was a point to this, is that I also realised that anyone now that wants to talk about that kind of stuff, right, I think is foolish if they think that saying anything other than we need trans rights and trans are equal. Anyone that says anything other, no matter where their point is coming from, is going to upset people. Yeah. Right. And I don't think that's a healthy part of the discussion yet. Just like a certain other things have come out in the uh, in the media where someone said i remember someone said about harvey weinstein oh well, some of the girls that went there clearly you know got the can you go one sec right even if that is a point of discussion do we need that now when it's so raw is is that helpful to the discussion now yeah, no yeah. these people are finally talking so this is them same with people with trans rights people are finally actually talking yeah um, and saying this and they're getting it so let's listen to them and go from there but yeah. you know what i mean like just anyone in that situation you go you don't know. You're not the experts. The experts are people that are living through it, you know? Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I mean, that's right. I think we're talking about some very complicated oh, God, I need, I need issues. So long. But like, uh, I think, well, you can go in a second. Let me just finish. Yeah. Um, is like, you know what you just said there is really interesting. I'm just going to let like, Mike hear my cat. My cat is, uh, my cat is meowing to get in there. Okay. Yeah. Hello, Luna. Okay. It's all right. Oh, there she is. How does how does Luna identify? I don't know. I can have a check if you want. It's actually but quite she's loving it. Life. She's a maniac, maniac. They're beautiful. She's loving it. She'll go and have a nap now for about eight hours. <laughs> it's all the excitement. And probably she what she just day. loves to lie on the laptop, so she might do that. Um Anyway, yes. So you were talking about Nostradamus. I had to Google who he was, even though I kind of... Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. I just felt like, I feel like I can't just leave what we just said up in the air without sort of um, saying something. You love Piers Morgan, I know. Yeah. So on record, I think Piers Morgan is a stupid bigot and uh, I'm glad he's no longer presenting that show. And um, yeah. and I'm also completely in favour of people being able to choose their own path through life whether that be gender identity sexual identity and i think yeah i definitely went through a period where i didn't know who i was in terms of that stuff not in terms of gender i've always been pretty certain on that but in terms of sexual orientation i definitely yeah. questioned things for a while and did a bit of experimentation and that's how i found out but i think like you said it's like well we need to hear from people who it's their experience and i think I've seen, in fact, people online who are, you know, they call it allies, right, who are very, very loud and make a lot of noise in campaigning for certain issues that they maybe are not as read up about as people who are going mm. through the experience. They just decide to, you know, this is my cause and I'm going to champion yeah. it. And I think that those voices shouldn't be as loud as the people who are actually going through exactly. such a complicated thing. Uh, that, that I'm not going to pretend I have any of the answers for. I think human dignity is the thing probably we need to focus on more than anything instead of uh, a sense of right and wrong. Let, let's not boil this down to you're a bigot or, 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 or no, yeah. whatever. And the only way, 
it's like the idea of people going through old tweets or something something did you know 10 years ago and tweeted and then people getting sacked for it and i go if they still hold those you'd find but you've got to realize that surely if you're saying that no one can ever change i, I mean then what's the point of an apology right so I, I, i'm not a vegan or a vegetarian and i said to someone once who was a vegetarian i said I was thinking of eating less meat, so I, was, I don't have meat until the evening. I, I have, you know, I don't think I could give up dairy, but morning and lunch, you know, bowl of bread, corn flakes, cheese on toast, classic. <laughs> now Lots of porridge, orange juice, porridge, and then um, something else. I think I had a flan today. There we flan. go. Wow. But, it, but you know, I could go without eating. I could go vegetarian somewhere. I said I'm thinking of eating less meat this year. You know, to, to, you know, to try and be better than last year. And this person said. Well, no, if you, you, haven't, you haven't done it all your life, don't don't bother starting now. And I was like, so I'm going to say that I'm going <laughs> to that animals are going to die that I'm going to eat. But you're saying no, this is a badge of honour. So if you ever, do you know what? If you've ever eaten meat, fuck you, you can't join our team. And I was like, fucking hell, I just wow. so confused. don't bother starting now. Confusing face. I know. Don't bother starting now. You've done it now, right? <laughs> you've done it now. You've done all right. It now. You've made your bed. You made your bed of bacon. Go and lie in it. Do you know what? I'm going to buy you meat. I'm going to buy you something. I'm going to cook you meat and you're going to fucking eat it. So, so weird, isn't it? It's right. just a bit much, yeah. Tell me about um, Nostradamus. Okay, have you gone? No, go for a piss and then we'll we'll uh, we'll change gears and get into some okay. more funny, right, funny we'll silly stuff. Oh, God. 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 Yeah, well, there we go. Um, he's out for a piss. That was... That conversation did not go where I thought it would. Um, I just want to, I don't know if I was clear enough, but on record, like, I think it's absolutely any individual's right to to choose to go down a path where they feel like they're becoming their true identity or their true gender. I just think it's if any kind of big decision like that, like any kind of big life decision, whether it be buying a house or having a child, it's you, you i think it should be well considered that that's it it should, you know i don't think it would make sense for you to leap to buy a house and sign your name on the mortgage and then not realize what you've got yourself in for and it's the same for any kind of big transition like that from one thing to another like oh, God. any of them but yeah there we go he's back there we go there he is so nostradamus I thought you were talking you know like when someone they, they do in comments they go uh, Luke is wearing a 1975 like that. Luke is pissing in a toilet. Yeah, of course. I was talking about you. What, what do you think I was doing? I, I just I just told everyone what a horrible xenophobic Penis I have. bigot you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is pretty bad. Very so bad. let me remind you who... Uh, Nostradamus is Nostradamus. Remind me. I don't know who the. I don't know who they are. How can you have got this far in life without knowing who Nostradamus is? <clears throat> I thought I was thinking of Nosferatu. too. <laughs> it was the Nos that I was thinking of. <laughs> Nosferatu is wicked. Have you ever seen that the movie? I'm the not really sure. I, I probably have one. in media studies when I was younger. Yeah, it's actually one of those like where it's it's so old that that adds to the creepiness of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's why ghost stories are always set like 200 years ago. It wouldn't be like, you know, there was a ghost or something. They won't go, well, it's got to have happened ages ago. Otherwise, it's not interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what about like Zoom ones and shit? 
Zoom ghosts. I bet That'd there's be a Zoom ghost story. I bet you there is. Someone's there already be. made it and it will be filmed just like the screen. You know, people just clicking in and out of like joining. And it would call. start off with the Zoom. Doop, boop, boop. Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. Doop, boop, boop. And it would end with that as well. It would end with Definitely. that being played and no one answering. Boop, or boop, it could boop. have like, uh, it would be quite a funny ending, like the, the meeting ended because your 40 minutes was... was oh, really, yeah, yeah. Just as like the killer is coming in the door or something. Meeting like ended. Yeah. <laughs> what? Behind you? I can't, you're on mute. Unmute yourself. Behind you. He's behind you. And Look, it would I always, can't hear you. Put your always, camera on. It would always start with uh, like whoever's the host. They'd always be on there, and no one else would yeah. be there because uh, everyone's yeah. late. And then someone would come in, and they'd be like, "Hi, um, Andy's going to be like half an hour late." Did he tell you? Like, yeah. Oh my god, he didn't say. We can't. You know? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Set up the dynamic of the group straight away. Definitely, I think there'd be a Zoom. Uh, there'll be a Hollywood Zoom murder mystery, uh, serial killer kind of slasher thing next year. Right, let's look it up. About, let's look you know it what up. I mean? People all chatting on Zoom like that, and then someone goes around and kills all of them. And then at the end, you realize that it's her with the thing. Right. Nosferatu. Bloody hell. Well, that's not what I meant to find, but New York man murders his father while 20 people on Zoom watch. Jesus Christ. That's not what I was looking for. I was looking for like a Zoom murder film or, or something. I'm sure Hollywood will have already done it, right? No, uh, no, not yet. I mean, they will be doing it now. The murder of Sharon Tate. I mean, there's that one, I think you told me to watch called Searching, which is like, it's not a horror, but it's like a thriller. Uh, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's uh, quite good. Okay, hold on. I found something. Hold on. Here we go. House of Horror, host, the Zoom call hit movie that has Hollywood quaking. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's six teenage, oh, five teenage girls. They're all going to murder then one thing. You know there what I mean? Go. Like, yeah. There we go. See, there we go. It's tiny the British, tiny horror, British horror, film. horror film. 57. Again, God, when they've said it's British, a 57 minute. A yeah. Zoom seance. Yeah. It well, sounds shit. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's taking Hollywood by storm. So, you know, no, it's not. It's fifty-seven minutes long. I mean, to be fair, if you release a film, what was the film that became the biggest fucking? I can't remember what it was, but I think I went to see Unhinged, a Russell Crowe movie. Right? No, never heard of it. What is it? It came out last year. It's shit. Basically, Russell Crowe. It's one of these ones. It's happened. In so many other different kind of things. I'm trying to think of films that I relate to, but you know, Russell Crowe um, is driving and someone accidentally cuts in front of him and doesn't say sorry. So uh -huh. he decides to, you know, go around and kill all their family, you know, and he's unhinged. Just say you're oh, fucking okay. sorry with a shitty accent. And he's, ma <laughs> he's fat in it. He looks massive. I've seen pictures he's fucking of him. horrible. He's got, he's but every three. punch he throws to someone, you know, and just he's fucking mental. Right. Uh, who is the fuck is Nosferatu? Okay, it's not Nosferatu. You know who Nosferatu oh, is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> you idiot. Cool. Um, no, so Nosferatu, can't believe you don't know. Uh, Nostradamus, fucking hell. Now you've got me doing it. Um, he is the, the 16th century bloke who predicted a bunch of stuff, famous for 
there's even like a saying what you know what are you nostradamus it's like because he made all these predictions of things that would happen mm. and and like a lot of his supporters say a lot of it did come come true so for example right this is from that bastion of truth wikipedia um popular claims many of nosferatu's supporters believe his prophecies are genuine Owing to the of course they fucking do, otherwise they wouldn't be fucking supporters. supporters. <laughs> Owing to the subjective nature of these interpretations. Many supporters of Tottenham actually support Tottenham. Oh, well, many supporters of Tottenham do think they're shit, though. It's <laughs> uh, anyway. funny, though. Can I say already, based on that, halfway down it says sceptics such as James Randu, who's one of my heroes, suggest That's his reputation as a prophet is largely manufactured by modern-day supporters who fit his words to events. Oh, yeah, no one's ever done that before. Yeah, it's true. I know. And there's a thing in here where it's like academics agree that he did not possess any uh, special powers. It's like, yeah, no shit. Um, but many supporters do agree, for example, that he predicted the Great Fire of London, the French Revolution, the rises of Napoleon and Adolf Hitler, both world wars and the nuclear destruction of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Not only that, the Apollo moon landings in 1969, the death of Diana, Princess of Wales in 1997, and the September 11th attacks on the World Trade Center in 2001. Yeah, well, he didn't do any of them, did he? <laughs> Let's just say that straight away. I'll tell you what, this is the, this is, right, proof that he knew about September 11th, right? Five and 40 degrees the sky shall burn, to the great new city shall the fire draw nigh, with vehemence... Uh, vehemence the flames shall spread and churn with the normans their conclusions try so basically in the, the normans. new city there's going to be a fire right now that's the, it the normans that is that is shockingly like it, that's the kind of thing that supporters will breeze past they'll be like no that, that, that bit doesn't matter the rest of it yeah don't worry about that yeah, the Normans. Ridiculous. He wasn't talking about Normans, Normans. No, no. Oh, one sec, one sec. Here's another version. On September 11th, two people will hijack planes. Okay, that does fit. <laughs> that was, that was Ridiculous. I okay. hate people that say stuff like this. <laughs> so he made this book with like 500 predictions. Mm. And I wanted to go through with you, because I found this article, 11 shockingly accurate predictions from Nostradamus from that yeah. reputable I couldn't just say already, they're not going to be shocking or accurate. It's the Independent. Think, think what you like about the <laughs> Independent. Oh, it's one of the papers of Great Britain. Uh, not even one, one of the best, just one of the def papers. Definitely not one of the best. <laughs> Let's be real. It's not one of the papers. It's not one of the best, but it is one of them. Uh, one of the papers. So let's have a look at them and see what you think. I want to get your take. Okay, so here we go. Uh, okay, here he is. By the way, there he is. There's Nostradamus. Handsome yeah, chap. yeah, classic yeah. beard. Okay, all right. Do you, do you want to go on? You do it. French apothecary purported prophet Nostradamus may have his skeptics. They've not even put a gap between have and his. No, this is wow. how shit. They, anyway, the point is. He's, predict he's predicted some of these. So the death of Henry II, his prediction was the young lion will overcome the older one on the field of combat in a single battle. He will pierce his eyes through a golden cage. Two wounds made one, then he dies a cruel death. Quite so, specific. Yeah, although probably one of them just... Anyway. Let's see what actually happened. Francis King Henry lined up to joust Gabriel. I, I, I'm actually bored, basically... <laughs> 
he hit him in the, someone got hit in the eye an older man beat a younger man and he got hit in the eye next let's move on to the next one the great <gasps> fire of london that's no good you're not going to give that one anything else no. no what about the eye he'll pierce his eyes through a golden cage nothing okay fine let's see how he did on the great fire of london now remember he was writing in 15 15- 66 he died so around then way before the great fire of london 1666 yeah a hundred years before the great fire of london yeah prediction the blood of the just will be lacking in london burnt up in the fire of 66 the ancient lady will topple from her high place many of the same sect will be killed now that's a bit closer burnt up in the fire of 66 however what? I mean, I mean, <laughs> skeptic, look, but nothing to back it up. You skeptical bastard. What happened? Unless someone saw that poem and just went, oh, maybe I'll do it. There's something, you know, self fulfilling prophecy. I mean, but there could be loads of fire in 66. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it happened to be the same year. There was London, a fire in London, but there were loads 66. of fires in London. Not the Did great say fire. burn up in the Great Fire? Well, it wasn't called the Great Fire yet. It hadn't happened. Well, um, I'm not sure what the uh, the lady, the ancient lady, will topple in a high place. Again, mm. I think well, gonna, no one go. that no one goes into that, so maybe that's bollocks. Let's see what else we've got. We've got Napoleon's conquest, Louis Pasteur. How about let's, let's look, look at Hitler's let's, terror? Let's look at Hitler. Okay. From the depths of the west of Europe, a young child will be born of poor people. He who by his tongue will seduce a great troop, his fame will increase towards the realm of the east. Beasts ferocious with hunger will cross the rivers. The greater part of the battlefield will be against Hister. Now, I thought it was Hitler then. <laughs> Into a cage of iron will be the great one drawn when the child of Germany observes nothing. I mean... It's not bad. But again, it's not a prediction. He's just randomly <laughs> going... Look, do you know what? Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get drunk one day and I'm going to write something like, oh, cross the river somewhere. Some guy's going to get born to parents, right? He's going to have his birthday at some point in the calendar year. He's going to go mental. He's going to get in a plane and probably crash it, right? And a lot of people will die. And that'll be it. And that'll be, oh, yeah, someone did get on a plane. Mate, you're going to have to try harder to get up to Nostradamus. All I'll have to do, and then I'll do something that doesn't come true, just go, oh, yeah, but the great frog of March would not be happy. Something like that. He's got but again, Hister. no one can prove. He's got Hister in there. He's got Germany. Nothing. Nothing for you. Okay. No, it doesn't really do much. Let's see. What about the atomic bomb? Prediction. The heavenly dart withstretch its course, death in the speaking. A great achievement. The proud nation brought low by the stone in the tree. Rumors of a monstrous human bring purge, then expiation. I mean, that was awful. That was really, 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 really far off. There was nothing yeah. in there about Japan or atomic no. bombs or World War Two. How about JFK? This is going to be great. Okay. Let go me on. read this one. Have a go. On the grassy knoll will rest a conspiracy to bring out... Oh, no, it's not. It's the ancient task will be completed. From on high, evil will font on he great man. A dead oh. innocent will be accused of the deed. The guilty... On will remain in the mist. So, oh, so a he's a innocent will be. Too. So basically, what he's saying is, some a man is going to die. Yeah. Someone who's innocent and dies is going to be accused, and the guilty won't go to prison. Now, now 
to be fair, Lee Harvey Oswald did shoot him, so he's not innocent. <clears throat> He's he's as guilty as everyone else. Ooh, ooh. Well, he did shoot him, didn't he? Ooh, ooh. Didn't he? Or have I got that wrong? Well, I mean, it depends. If you if you're following the official line, then yeah, he did. You know, if you're if you're happy to just I hate buy that theories. Hook, I, I hate them. <laughs> There's only two that I would go who maybe, which is that Marilyn Monroe might have been killed deliberately, and JFK there might have been someone else involved in his assassination. The whole grassy knoll thing. But yeah. none of the others, like COVID was created in a lab or, you know, September 11th was an inside job or any of the other crap that goes around there. I just want to go, where's your evidence? Ooh. Yeah. Well, what, what if they do have little bits of evidence? It's always kind of Nostradamus. They've always got to have some evidence, otherwise it really is you. But the evidence will be like my brother, right? All right, let's do, let's see how he did on September 11th. Let's see if he's got it. We've done this one. The sky will burn at 45 degrees. Fire approaches the. I mean, I'll be honest, right? I'm sure those planes, when they exploded, it was hotter than 45 degrees. So let's get rid of that one first. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Fire approaches great. You see, when he didn't approach it, it went off. It wasn't like it was already on fire, flowing into it. No, but by fire, he will destroy their city. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. It was a very small part of the city that was destroyed, but I will agree it was destroyed and it was bad. A cold and cruel heart, blood will pour. Yeah. Mercy's done. I mean, basically, something bad is going to happen in the sky. Scholars interpret 45 degrees as either a reference to New York City's proximity to the 45th latitude or that the burning buildings would fall, creating a 45 degree angle to the ground. Now, when it says scholars, imagine being a Nostradamus scholar and believing this bullshit. But yeah. the idea that goes, scholars interpret the foot. It's like what's really funny is when people that are mediums, you know, say, "Oh, I'm getting a. I can. Is it? Is, is it your your grandparent? I'm getting a J or a K or a yeah. P. When you go, <laughs> just give me his fucking phone number, an email address. Do you know what I mean? It's always. Right, I'll take his national insurance number, please. That's how. Yeah. I know you're, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. is it? You know. Yeah, but I think but, he died of something related to the chest. But thinking of that, right, you've uh, you've done a few magic shows and you're obviously a massive fan of magic and, and, and a skilled yeah. magician. And I've seen you do some tricks that that look like what they call mentalism, right? Like mind. They, they look like that they are, but they're not, though. But I make that very obvious. But you make it very. Yeah. And it's the same as like if you watch Darren Brown or something, he's, he's very clear. He's like, this is going to have the appearance of being like when he did the faith healing. But I promise you, I am just using techniques. It's not. It's yeah. Not. And it's not. And, and they're not trying to con people into say it's entertainment rather than I'm going to I'm going to get you to pretend that this. But what's weird is that anyone else that does that gets that pretends gets so much better results than people that don't. The people that don't pretend. Mm. Uh, sorry, the people that do pretend and say they're doing it never get any details. They always get very, very wrong. Whereas the people that... Unless they're doing the thing where... Who was the person where they were feeding the information? Peter Popov, yeah, him. when they gave it into his ear. Yeah, that's <laughs> And funny. then he was like, that is when it's scarily accurate. And you're like, when it's too accurate, you, of course, just don't believe it. So you're like, this is... This yeah. Is, it's why... He, he, so basically, he was a, he was doing a seance. He was like a... um, What's it called? Like a... Oh, what's it one of those... No, well, he's not so much a medium, but he was, you know, someone that stands at the front of a church and like uh, a preacher kind of like. Right. 
And oh Lord, unto thee I will see this, and that Lord is going to cure your cancer. Where he got cancer, Mary? Oh my God, he's going to cure you. Ah, I'm cured. And then he would do stuff like go. God's going to come at you, and it's going to be amazing. Like God's going to do something. But it'll do stuff like, and they will be knocked to the ground, by yeah. clearly by God's force. But he's already got them like you know, crouching down. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like state. you know, standing in an yeah. it's like me trying to do yoga, standing in an impossible position. You can remain up, and then they fall, and he goes, "Oh, that was God." Yeah, and then it turns out that his wife was on a um, he had an earpiece, and his wife was like, "Okay, I'm going for the tickets now, honey." And she lives at 44 Drive, and I've just Googled her. Oh, her husband's, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So feeding all of it. Yeah, they Absolutely. would fill out a, fill out a big card when they came in, wouldn't they? Yeah. But yeah. but and obviously, like I think the 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 problem, like you say, with 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 those people is that they're not only they're they're like sort of out for profit, but it's like it's profit off the back of people's misery a lot of the time. Mm. You know, there'll there'll be something like a dead relative or a physical ailment, and a lot of the time it's people who don't necessarily have a lot of money, and they're being squeezed for a little bit more of that money because of this hope that they're being taken advantage of. I think that's why, like someone like James Randi, it's like they're a hero because they're yeah. they're fighting for people who are being taken advantage of in that horrible way. Right, mm, but yeah. but you've seen Darren Brown, Faith Healer, yeah. Mm. So I would yeah, recommend yeah, yeah. I would recommend everyone to watch the show. It's just remarkable. Darren Brown, if you don't know, illusionist, magician, uh, and he basically learns from these uh, preachers some of the some of what they do, and then he incorporates it into a show where he uses some of their techniques and some of his own sort of magic techniques to put on a faith healing show, but explicitly saying he's not doing it for money and that it's not really faith healing what he's doing he's using magical techniques mm. fast forward to the show actually happening the results are the same you do you have people who do have these problems i can't remember any specific examples so it's going to sound can you remember any specific examples from the show there was one i remember one where he got someone who had like a very bad back and he got them to do what was what was that show called it wasn't called faith healing i went to see that one and i can't remember what it was called it wasn't infamous it was the one after that it, might be, it, it anyway. might be miracle it might be miracle it might be miracle anyway say what the thing happened with the with the back <clears throat> so we got people up and someone said you know i've got a bad back and i've not been able to so he, he managed to get her i've not been able to move in a certain way so he manages her, then she can move without any pain and he can do all this kind of stuff without pain although he basically said a lot of the time what's happening is just you getting the thought that you're able to do it. And also the adrenaline means that you're going to just like some footballers that, you know, just like anything. When if you've got a bad knee, you've got a bad knee. Right. Obviously. Right. But yeah. if you were in danger and you had to run from a fire, you'd probably ought to run faster than you could because adrenaline is pumping so much that your body's not going to do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, he was saying the idea that pain is a subjective thing. You can cut your hand and not notice. And then when you see it, you feel the pain. Do you know what I mean? Because you haven't mm. realised. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's really, really that's interesting. What it is. I, and I, that thing he said. The other thing is when you next time you try and see if there's a tap dripping, and you're in the bath and it's dripping on your foot or whatever, mm. you unless you think about it, you you won't realise it's hot or cold, and then suddenly you realise it's hot, and you go, "Oh fuck!" and you take your thing away. Like you don't feel it until mm. you know. Essentially. I remember reading this thing. It's kind of tangential to what we're talking about but i think it's really interesting of people who have like um 
muscular or, or um, bone issues, like be it like like bad back all the way to sort of like uh, multiple sclerosis or or, or, or palsy mm. or th- things like that, where their body is is in constant pain and twisted and stuff like that. And it's uh, they did this research where they found like if they were in a deep sleep, their body would completely relax and be able to be manipulated and put into things like positions not like weird positions just like straight or stretch positions that they'd never be able to do when they were awake and their brain mm. was like active you know being like yeah you know, no i can't do this yeah yes yeah but but asleep and unconscious they were able to do it i think maybe some of this is tapping into that the mind does get you into a certain point where you think no i can't no i can't just i mean do you know what it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's it sounds weird it's the equivalent of well, I went to do Go Ape a few years ago for my cousin's third, which I never would have done. So what is and, that? That's like an adventure. Yeah, it's like, you know, a tree climbing adventure, all that stuff. You've got to climb up, go through nets and stuff. And and yeah. um, yeah. you're always linked with at least one rope. Do you know what I mean? So even if, if they give you two ropes, so you, you constantly, if you, you hook yourself to one thing and you always hook by two ropes, if ever you've got to unhook yourself, you're always hooked on with one. So, when you're un- so you're right. always hooked on to something. Right. But one of them, there is one thing where you have to basically, of all the things you're climbing up, going across and thing, there's one thing where almost like in gladiators, there is a rope where you have to get on and you're going to kind of, you've got on a higher platform and you're going to jump and like 20 feet away, you're going to kind of go through the air and you're going to, there's a massive net at the bottom, but you're going to land onto a net, which you can grab on and then climb up. But in order, that's the only thing where you literally have to jump. Your knees have to let you jump off because at one point you're going to slightly go down in it because you're jumping off a higher platform, even though you're on a rope and even though you're then connecting yourself and everything. And it took me about five or six goes to actually jump off. I, my feet would not let me do it. My legs, I just kept going. I cannot do it. Mm. Whereas in, you know, and I remember my cousin's girlfriend was there. Now it's his wife, and I'd done it, and she was doing it every time she tried to do it. And in the end, she burst into tears because she was like, I just don't think I can do it. And in the end, someone said, Look, just take one leg off. They did one and said, I'm now going to hold on, I'm going to very gently just push you so you don't have to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then she, she did, but it's fucking terrifying, man. But that's what it is with these things. Your mind is saying, Don't do that. It's like whenever you're at the top of a thing, you worry, I don't want to get too close, I might actually jump. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You think, What if I do this? Your mind's like, Don't do that. Yeah, fucking that's it. it they call it uh i mean this show is called bliss of the abyss they call it the call of the void uh that that feeling of like when you're you know or like on the tube like you see one coming you're like if i just walked in front of that i'd be dead yeah like for some reason we all like entertain those thoughts and i think you've got to otherwise you never would you know i mean just be you know blissfully unaware that you need to know what is going to kill you so you can stop doing it even right. if your brain goes oi oi it's almost right. like you're going oh that could kill me and your brain goes do you want to, do you want to go for it no 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 i'm just double checking it so it's just <laughs> like when you go and you go well that knife could kill me that could kill yeah. me or that could kill me yeah you know? yeah 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 so that that in a way in the in the go ape there's a similar circuitry going that's on making you realize you could die yeah even though Try you know to. it's safe and you won't yeah. and blah 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 all of that right, i've got to uh I've got to go and uh, start preparing the dinner in a little bit. Okay. Well, how long have you got? We can we can finish whenever you want, mate. 
five minutes probably. Should we do five more minutes? Yeah. Right. Yeah, we can do five. Let's just do you know what for the fans. For the fans, give them an extra five. What should we try and fit into the five? What have we oh, not, what have we not talked about that we'd like to? Well, I'm interested to know how much you in terms of when lockdown is over. Yeah. What is because I've been writing a list of stuff I want to do, like the classic, which is you know, obviously you want to go to a pub going you know, and all these things like, you know, watching football in a pub and stuff like that. Mm. And I was thinking, what stuff do I, you know, and, and doing a quiz, what do I really want to do though? And, and one of them I was like, I just want to, you know, go to the cinema, but go to the cinema with friends, you know, with my fiance and friends, and then have like, have a beer afterwards, someone like in, in what, in one of the nice cinemas, like the Everyman and Muswell Hill or, mm. or something like that. So that's something I really like, just cannot wait to do when lockdown is over. I want to do that you know, and go away for the weekend? What's anything that you really are like that might not be top of everyone, everyone's list, but what would you want to do? I think, uh, obviously, theatre, right? That kind of goes without saying. I fucking want to be in, not even about being on stage, or like obviously that too, but just just that feeling, that, mm. in, especially almost, almost the, the feeling before the show, where everyone's milling about, people are excited, they're taking their seat. There's the chatter. Maybe you, you, you know, there's someone in it you really want to see, or it's a production that you've heard a lot about. Whatever it is, that but even feeling. if you're in a show, those, do you know, I would love to at one point. And this is what this is the annoying thing. This is what the podcast should have been about. I'd love to. So let's scrap this. What we all did. Okay, we'll just I'd use the last have, five. Have one chat with you about top moments where things went wrong on stage and how you got out of them oh, yeah. and do you know what I mean and and what you think if, if you can describe that hour when you arrive at the theatre when you've been in the show and because I'm not a professional actor or semi-professional or anything like that but I am obsessed with theatre and I've been doing shows the same amount of time as you have 30 years and doing yeah. plays and I've been in a lot of crap I know that in a lot <laughs> of bad theatre we all have but yeah. I'm part of a theatre group now in New South Wales called Incognito Theatre that's got its own theatre. So we do six or seven week rehearsals on theatre. We build a set that if the set has to be, literally we once had a working toilet and a working sink because it had to be set in a girl's or boy's toilet. Do you know what I mean? So we oh, have I didn't see that one. That's pretty decent. I wasn't in it actually. That oh, was the first nice. one I yeah. went to see. But you've seen me in... At least I don't a know couple. if you saw me in Raving. I can't remember. I don't think so. The last one I saw you in was uh, Gary, the Gary Lineker. Gary Lineker, but we had a proper hotel, so especially the hotel room. So we had all this stuff. So, um, yeah, but yeah. just that thirty minutes at least, when you know you're in your costume, yeah, and you're waiting to go on, yeah, and everyone's having that little mini chat. You've had something to eat because it's in the evenings like that. But just that bit when you get to like fifteen minutes before, and that's when I think. But what if I haven't checked my props? What if I do need to go for piss? What if I haven't done that? What if this person... And I will find I will take risks like... Like five minutes before, you know, when I'm supposed to be downstairs waiting, you're supposed to go on and think, right, no, now I'll quickly go and double-check something. Or now I'll go and turn my phone off. Almost so when they call you, you're like, ah! So you've got to, like, run <laughs> to get ready. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do a similar thing. I think that's interesting. And I think, I mean, in terms of the more... Actually, the thing that I really want after, let's say, let's say June twenty first happens, all social <clears throat> limits. June twenty first will happen, whether we come out of lockdown. Yeah, let's say we all make it there anyway. Uh, 
is shit. Uh, fucking hell, that's dark. That's also, what a year it's been, you know. Um, I'm sorry, but if either of us were to die, it would be more in character for you to die, <laughs> wouldn't it? Be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, we're, if we're writing a script and we're both characters, who's going to kick the bucket? You would die. Be, you would hit. die because your like your death might affect me, whereas you might go. Eh, I I think you're going to be framed for something you didn't do. You're going to be like enemy of Will Smith. Murder. Will Smith in Enemy of the State. That's who yeah. you're going to be. Um, the problem is, if I was in any films where someone like Enemy of the State, where they've got to go, what do I do? They've got to make decisions. I've got to get here and I've got to do that. I would just go, look, I'm just going to wait for them to come and take me. Like, I wouldn't yeah, be like, no, I, him. I just go, I just, I give up. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. to be clear, I don't think you're going to beat the man and escape or any of that. Oh, I just I'm just think... going to be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty Brilliant. much what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, spontaneity is the thing that I miss that I want to have back. That's what I want. Oh. Yeah. So let's try and end it on a joke because that was depressing. I've got nothing. I've got nothing. Have you have you really got nothing? Okay. I've got a couple of couple for you. There we go. That right. wasn't, that wasn't now, bad. would you rather um find out that your wife was having an affair, a long affair, or would you rather have the affair? <laughs> so you've either got innocence and heartbreak or guilt and sex i've already been on the other side of being cheated on so might might give it a whirl myself see what give it's it like. a whirl, okay. fantastic now the other one is uh so this this is not a good one okay, okay. now you're not going to like this but everyone goes for the same answer okay. so would you rather sleep with? You have to commit incest. That's it. Older brother, older brother, right? Or mother? Now everyone would go for their brother, innit? You've got to go for your brother because if you sleep with your sibling, you can kind of more get over it. But you can't. Isn't it true? Can you get over it? Would you prefer to sleep with your mother or your brother? You'd have to sleep with Tom. Or Am I allowed to kill myself instead? Um. I like the way you chose Tom and not Jem, though, by the way. <laughs> no, you can do Jem, but I... No, nah, but he's my older brother. I'll fucking get one over on him, finally. <laughs> I thought you said I'd finally get one in it. Come on. Okay. Okay. Right. Just before we I'm go. I'm just saying, everyone I've asked, gone. when yeah. you say incest with a parent and sibling, they go, I go, it's the sibling. They go, yeah, it would have to, I don't know why, but I know it would have to be, because it would be easier to get over. You could look your sibling in the eye afterwards and go, look, we had to do it. But with your parent... You, you wouldn't be able to be like, do you know what I mean? You know bonobos, yeah? They, uh, yeah. so for people who don't know, they're, they're like a, a close cousin, um, great ape. They are like chimps, except they're very much, don't use war to settle their differences. They use sex and they have all kinds of sex. They have oral sex. They have things where they just rub up against each other. They have all Cross kinds hard. of... Yeah, and exactly, Frostwatch, thank you very much, you perv. And they have all kinds of different pairings, but they, they never have mother and son. It never happens, right? Yeah. I think it's because, for the same reason, like for your filthy question, it's like, I'm just don't, saying, don't cross I was thinking that bridge. Of lots of would you rathers, and I thought it was an interesting one that that was just like, like 
um, I was noticing as well that, you know, when you need a Wii, Ooh. I'd say there's, there's three levels of needing a Wii. If you need a Wii, just like I needed a Wii with you when I was here for a good hour, that was level number two. Because it was definitely there and I definitely knew it was there, but it wasn't desperate. You know, my bladder was to the brim, but it wasn't bursting. It wasn't expanded. Whereas one even more would be slightly expanded. Well, I just have to go like at the end of a pub. You're like, fucking hell, I've got to go for piss somewhere. Yeah, it's Or there's the up. number one where you know it's there. Oh, and if you have the opportunity, of course, you're going to go. But you could wait like four hours and that would be fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm often so in, just, like, Next time we need one. a wee... Do it for me. Think about whether it's one, two, or three. Okay. Yeah. Just saying. Think about. See, for it. me, we is one, poo is two, and three is both at the same time. But I'll yeah. try and change up the system for you. I don't think you can have a poo without ever ha having a we at the same time. I don't think it's possible. Uh, yeah, you can. But next time you sit down for poo, no, check okay. whether any we comes out. I like the way that we're ending on on some highbrow content here. Having yeah. discussed all kinds of other things, I think. In general, if you're going for like, you know, let's say the big one, <laughs> the big one of the day. You mean the big two? Yeah, the big two of the day. But sometimes you'll always wee with that one, definitely. But sometimes yeah. you might need like a little top up or top down or bottom out, whatever the phrase is. You sort of have to finish the job. And that one you don't necessarily. It's so weird that that can happen. You're going to you have a I mean? normal thing we do, but then you go, so that's really weird, right? I think there's a bit more i just yeah. think there's a little bit more it'll be Let's like 15 go, oh. minutes later and you'll be like oh but i did such a great cleanup job and now we have to go through all now this again. Gotta go again <laughs> you know frank skinner said uh, this is horrible by the way right frank skinner we saw him in edinburgh do you remember we went to see him. we did and sadiq and, khan made everyone late yeah because he arrived um, 10 and, minutes later and Frank Skinner was talking about wiping his ass which is that what he does is wipe it and keeps looking and going oh this shit Still shit, still shit. I guess like four or five, and eventually he just wipes a lot lighter. So there's none on it. Go, right, there we go. <laughs> right, that's horrible. I'm gonna on go that, and make... on that bombshell. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go and make dinner. What's on the menu tonight, mate? I say go and make dinner. I've just got to do a bit of prep. I, I don't know whether we're gonna have bolognese, which I'm gonna make, bolognese. or chicken Kiev. Probably chicken Kiev. With uh with bangers and mash or yeah, might, might as well. <laughs> I didn't buy fucking bangers in my... I went to Audi and did the shop. I forgot to buy... That's my life. Oh, ending with a squib. All right. Oh, I did. There we go. We did it, mate. We did fucking hell. We, we did, did an it. hour and 44. How about that? Now, this is the longest we've spoken, so I'm hoping we don't have to talk again for a good, like, three months. <laughs> yeah, right? Once once lockdown has eased, I'll come round, to, come round to your new gaff. See your cat. Who knows? Maybe food. we might even. Uh, no, that's impossible. Whether we can watch the uh, Carabao Cup final April in a pub garden, I don't know. They might have maybe. screens and pub gardens. Two days after our birthday, will we get a good present? No, <laughs> it's almost a hundred. I've never been so sure of a result. There's no way we're going to win that. No I put money way. on it. You know what though? No. Put a tenner on it. Let's do it. Yeah, no, put a tenner on us not winning. No, 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 no. Because then, then you win, win either way. You make some up. money. <laughs> I did that. That's exactly what I did. All right, I'll see you later, man. See you later, dude. Have Take a good care, one. Bro. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Love you, man. Wait. Love you too. The Piss of the Abyss.
And there he is. Uh, that's Mr. Luke Murray. Uh, find him on uh, wherever you find people if you're that kind of person and you want to follow him. Uh, like I said, he does amazing, ma amazing, amazing magic shows uh, every now and again. So um, look out for him. He also hosts pub quizzes, which are very good. And I'll, I'll, I'll set links for all of these because, uh, yeah. Um, bit of an interesting one there. Like I think... Uh, as conversations go, this one was really, really wide ranging and uh, covered a hell of a lot of topics um, and uh, for, sort of forced to think off the cuff about loads of them. Um, so some of them might be a bit um, formed in the heat of the moment. And I, I think I'm going to listen back and see uh, see what I said about some of them. Um, I think that the, the general message was pretty clear, though. Luke has always been like me. We've always been very much uh, let people live their life uh, kind of thing. We've been, um, yeah, we've always just been interested in 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 being kind and uh, making people laugh. I think it's probably because well, I know I know I, I was I know Luke was. We were both bullied quite a lot at school. Went through some tough times. And I think it, if you've ever been through that. I think you you can you can become a bully and uh, and um, uh, we never we didn't <laughs> we're not bullies. Uh, he's a really he's a really good bloke um, and I love him and uh, considering considering marriage, uh, but I think he's a bit taken at the minute. Um, if you've made it through to all the way at the end of this podcast, uh, well done because <laughs> I barely did, um, but. Uh, We've got some great guests coming up and um, I'm really looking forward and I'm glad to be back and feeling a bit healthier. Got the knee actually kind of working. I'm able to exercise and put more effort into this show. So um, I hope you're still enjoying it. Um, anything you want to say to me, get in touch, all the socials, or if you know me, you can fucking text me, can't you? Anything. Um, but uh thanks for listening thank you for listening i'll have another episode up for you very shortly and see you later for more bliss Thanks for listening to the show if you've enjoyed it please give us five stars and consider becoming a subscriber and maybe even supporting us on patreon really 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 helps me continue making this show uh if you haven't enjoyed it then you can fuck off many many thanks to nils hennis steer for the amazing music and to dave fox for the cool artwork please keep coming back every week for more bliss of the abyss